0: I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salude. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salude's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town. But you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salute. Hi, everybody! Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am joined by some two very, very special
1: people. Just say we some hoes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably the sluttiest bitches I've ever met. Um, Weezy and Mandy. (laughs) Weezy and Mandy from Horrible Decisions. Hi, guys. Hi. What it do? How are you doing? You know, we're we're good.
2: This white claw that you tried to give us. You could have brought Hennessy, (laughs) bitch. Listen, what do we say? Mandy, Mandy
0: is having a white claw for the second time in her life. And she said the white claw for the
1: white pod. For the white pod. I mean, it's only fitting.
2: I I just want to tell you guys, Sophia just did our show and had water. And someone goes, we got some white claw. And she was like, yeah, (laughs) please. I love the black cherry. Sure you do.
0: Um, I wanted to start first by saying, how did you guys Start the podcast? Like, how did you meet and start the podcast? Maybe that's like a basic ass question, but I am genuinely
1: want to know. I know because you read the vice article and you saw we fought. That's why. <laughs> you just want to know. Bitch,
2: how y'all started a podcast and y'all host fought? That's a uh, good question. That's what it was. She read the vice article. Okay, let me tell you the story. So I had a boyfriend, and Mandy, we broke up. Mandy started dating him. So and, she got mad. But Shut up. What, so we were, like we're dating 15. back to
1: 15, by the way. Because okay. remember, what, I didn't
2: have a boyfriend as an but adult. But what she didn't know is he was obviously acting as though we were still fine and Man. there was no Manny. And We so, went to Disney World together. That nigga was my boyfriend. Oh my God, bitch, he
1: was not. Then why was he talking to
2: me every fucking day? Bitch, he was at my house,
1: met my mama. That was my boyfriend. He met and my mom. She was mad. But here we go. The problem was, this was back when... Like, what was it? AIM and AOL and MySpace. So, bitch, yeah, I just let it be known, like, this was my nigga, and I saw her page on MySpace. Anyways, she did a whole lot of talking over the AOL chat, little
2: thing i didn't do a lot of talking bitch you did a lot of talking no, you were doing a you whole did a bunch. Of oh my talk. god there's like unresolved conflict no, well no there's not because then we fought okay this is getting really ghetto. and we they, have a business and they threw her <laughs> ponytail around in the club this is what's to- unfair she loves to hold this ponytail against me but let me explain something it was drawstring i was leaving the club easy to come off and i had seen mandy the whole night or whatever when I was leaving, I felt someone pull my hair and my fucking ponytail comes loose. We didn't even fight. It's just when- We you, fought. We barely fought, bitch. we bitch. Fought. I fought someone else that wasn't you because we were in a teen nightclub and it got rowdy. Yeah, it got really rowdy. The ponytail bounced around from person and to the person. DJ, yeah. the DJ said to keep throwing it. that's fucking It was almost, like, dope. It was almost like those uh, balls that yeah, are like yeah, in yeah. the pool, but it was her ponytail. <laughs> so let me tell you the worst the part. Nothing matters. Like- but we like because it was so many people. Like anything, barely got to happen. But why it's so terrible is when you lose hair. Any moment it's in time. It's happened to me too. Oh 100%. my god! One hundred percent. With what clip-ins? Oh yes. But the tapes,
0: like I've had it happen with clip-ins. Yeah, it was okay. clip-ins. It was. But clip-ins. at least you
1: still had something on. I had a bun. Oh yeah, but it was like this <laughs> big. But her butt was like a little baby <laughs> bun. It looked like a little mushroom on her head. No, but the like other. A you know what? <laughs> this is
2: why I'm not the one wearing a wig right now. No, no, no. Because, uh, I lost. A I beautiful lost one. The majority
0: of the clip-ins that were in my head. So oh, no. I had two little tiny. <laughs> of hair like this for like the entire fucking night, dude. I will show you pictures of my extensions, and you will never talk wait, to me again. You st- so wait, wait, shit. you stayed
1: out even though all your Hell got pulled out. Yeah, okay. absolute fucking like, See, that's the white here.
2: people shit.
0: Oh no, because what's up? you I, would go done. home?
2: You would go home. We Bitch, both went home after my a hair fire. is out. No, see, this is why a lot of like this is that is white girl shit because they're like. Fuck it. Absolutely not, bitch. Get me in the car. <laughs> so anyway, that whole thing happens. I believe it was Mandy who reached out like months or like a year later. And we ended up talking on the phone for hours, realizing that he was manipulating both of us. And of course, like in true feminist fashion. And I broke up with his ass anyway. I love that. And it he really broke. was, you know? He was. We look back at it and I was like, this is a so weird. So we became friends like from like 15 to like 20, had a falling out, and we both moved to New York and ended up having dinner together. And this was probably my drunk white girl shit. I was like, oh my God, we're so fun. We have to start a podcast.
0: Oh, fuck. Now,
2: the dumb thing about that was we obviously didn't resolve any of our conflict in the past. And there had been a lot of hurt in there, right? Like friends with other people that weren't friends and words said. So we started our podcast because... Uh, Mandy at the time was working at a tech firm I'm sorry a uh, finance firm I was working in tech I'm like wow like we're still whores but we're like we got jobs <laughs> who would have thought this gonna happened? Right. nice homes and money like this is great so we started horrible decisions on the premise that we were corporate women talking about sex and once the podcast started to grow and blow it was like arguments would happen and different things in us between you and Mandy yeah. yes yeah. Had- we had
1: a whole therapy episode on air oh the therapy the was, was real the worst. therapist Bitch, well, who was she? A friend? Yeah, but because you say a therapy <laughs> episode, like people, it was a whole ass, real ass therapist. Have you guys actually gone to therapy together? Yes. And it was awful. I felt like all she was was a referee to just make sure we ain't fighting. But once we spent all
2: that money, literally Mandy walked We ain't doing we it like, again. We'll be
1: okay. This is it. <laughs> we ain't doing <laughs> this. Shit. Bitch, it was like, then we went over by 45 minutes. So we had to pay double. It was like, what, $600 for a fucking hour and a half session? We, yelling. Dude, that's some New York yelling. Therapy shit. Of no, yelling. it was bad. Of you guys yelling at each other, yelling, and she didn't do, like, like to the point where she thought she was going to change offices because the therapist in the next <laughs> room was like, "Can y'all, stop? can y'all stop that? Sh- like,
0: I have a client." But you know what? Actually, the fact that you guys were willing to like get into it and fucking yell at each other—do not you think that's? Probably better in the long run than like keeping shit to yourself, and then things are boiling no, up, and then you I are kicked off I think of that, your yeah. podcast.
2: <laughs> exactly. Oh shit! Oh shit! So and the, the is coming out. Like the is coming you. out. I will say, there's two things to that because I agree with both of you. I think the fact that we yelled at each other, maybe it was necessary to get that anger out, but. Mm-hmm our biggest problem now is communication, right? Like people are always so confused at how we fight so much or even would compare us to your old podcast because we argue and they're like, they're going to break up, they're going to break up, but we don't. And I think it's because we know we built something great. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we've toured so many cities, met our fans, and it's like, how can we let this arguing really fuck up everyone else's enjoyment? Well, And just just walking
1: away from ego, it's now bigger than us. Mm -hmm. And I think that even with you now like still keeping going like the fans that you've been able to accumulate your stories and how you talk about your sex, maybe not so much your quarter black guy, but (laughs) like all of your other raunchiness, it is liberating and empowering to so many women that didn't grow up Having the conversations with the parents
2: For and sure. things like that, and when so people it, it, can listen to you, do you
1: mean that? Do you mean the, the conversations surrounding sex? Sex, yeah. okay. It, but also, as women too, like how we could just sit here and laugh about fucking snorting cum bubbles out of our nose or whatever, <laughs> like whatever the fuck, cum bubble, cum bubbles? snorting. Cum-
2: I did not think it was cum you didn't bubbles. Think, I,
1: thought, I, I mean, I, so I'm the black one here. I don't do, but I do come <laughs> bubbles. Okay, um, for my white which we're listeners, both the black one. Oh, hold
3: sorry.
0: on, for my white listeners that are listening, apparently, if you.
2: Uh, like, <laughs> do blow? You're a white bitch. <laughs> that's not true, bro. Like, we're both two black girls. I'm telling you, I've been to the party. Which parties. is fun, this but is even the black and white difference with cocaine. I'm gonna tell you right okay, now. What okay, what is that? You go to a party with white people. It's out there on the table. Do you want? You guys talking about? <laughs> black people. You know what I'm saying? We're not as generous with people like that because we well, don't fuck with you like that. But when you start talking to someone, you see they get down. How you get down? You're like, yo, I got a little. You want? Okay.
0: That? It's like that. It's like, not getting passed around on like a tray.
2: Even when she was
1: doing it, and I found okay. that. God, sorry, sorry, but even when I found out how oh, expensive no. it was, <laughs> I was like, this, I was, "This is something." It's expensive. It's also, expensive. I was like, oh, "I think with my
2: dime bags." Thanks. Now, let me tell you, yeah, when I used dollars. to be on my PhD, fucking Oak Avenue run gypsy. I'm like, not gypsy. What was that place? Gospel. Oh, gospel. Of Col- Jesus Cole. Christ. I was con- girls would there. be like, "Can I do a bum? I'd be like, "Bitch, no, I do no, know you like that." But if I met a black girl, I was like, "Okay, like, see, we're like sisters." <laughs> <laughs> but... So anyway, all, through all of that, I mean, horrible decisions is a podcast about destigmatizing kink for Black people, uh-huh. right? So, Mandy and I got on there and we would tell our stories uh, together in the beginning, and then we would invite people on to talk about kink specifically, like whether it be pup play or foot fetishes or anal or whatever. Well, like- and that's
1: the thing for for.
2: The white people listening, because I'm sure there's a lot of you.
1: We only have 27 (laughs) white listeners. Yeah, we always say Um,
2: that. (laughs) No matter how many hundreds of thousands of people listen, we still say 27. People come up to us. But I say that because
1: um, outside of us liberating women, Mm -hmm. we say a lot of things are white people shit. Because I feel like you guys are more open to trying things sexually or with sexuality. And so... A lot of us don't assume that even black people are into BDSM and tying people up. We and have, and we why have to guess is that? that? Because
2: it's just... The sex the Also, we don't
1: talk about it. Our culture... It's just the culture to not really talk right? about that. Uh, okay. and, it, and it
2: comes from deep when you're a kid. Uh, don't be fast or yeah. things like that. Having mm. to be... I, I, I call it the Obama complex sometimes because... That president had to be the perfect fucking black guy. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. And you, black people, and and your families, and your moms, and your fathers, they tell you that to excel, you have to be that person. And what is sex seen as? Right, something that's slutty or demeaning or taboo, or people won't respect you. So I mean, and it's it, also
1: something that we're not supposed to enjoy as women, though. Right. right? Outside of black, white, yep. any color, like we're automatically looked at and valued as less because we enjoy having sex. Okay. That's yeah, let's that, do- that's so
0: interesting. There so there's two points here and in black culture it's like they everything you guys do you should tone it down yes to not be too much is that what you're saying I believe it, it absolutely is kind of how, especially growing up yeah right and that obviously includes sex mm-hmm. that's a, like a very interesting fucking thing to think about and then secondly just as women in general we should not talk about sex we shouldn't we really shouldn't well especially in the way that the,
1: three <laughs> the way that we do <laughs> no it's pretty bad. with the little cum cum bubbles, bubbles
0: that's gotta be the title of the episode do you, i don't know if you even do titles no. but come
1: on do you
0: ever have Have you guys ever put out an episode or said something where you were like
1: i took it too far yes <laughs> yeah that time where i oh, was wait, like she's done a lot of editing you she'll be like she's okay, like, bro, cut, that cut. Yeah, no no i'm not gonna lie like there was even a recent <laughs> episode and i don't know what it was but i we just got a whole bunch of comments like the story, it seems like it was edited somewhere, and I didn't even know, but she took out a lot of something. It was right. a threesome with a friend. Edit- I was like, I got to take this shit she out. She does right. the editing. I was doing a lot of the editing. Editing, I'm talking about as far as editing ourselves. Like, oh, if, like we cum- say, if we say mm. something, like post-production, yeah, we don't do that no more. I, you know, our people do that. Um <laughs> <laughs> I gave up on that. Uh, but as far as
2: editing ourselves, like, yeah, right. there would be
1: stories
2: that after we recorded, it's like, she would be go. more like, so there was a few yeah. things in the beginning that I know both of us. Uh, one was pegging. We talked yeah, about pegging and, a lot. And mm-hmm. She ain't here.
1: I said, so we're going to have a lot of black listeners and I don't want people to know that I'm into pegging. I was like, because I, I think we're going to be for everybody. Away. So and literally then... the first episode, here she go. We're Pegasus sisters. You know what that means? Pegging. Like when you strap someone on and I was like. Bitch, I said I didn't want to talk about Pegasus. Pegasus? Pegasus? Like, yeah,
2: Pegasus. That's, how do you come <laughs> up with this shit? You pegged with your sis. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, for me, it was Sugar Daddy. So keep in mind, in the beginning, we now make a living off our podcast and touring and all that other shit and being in entertainment. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, like we were nine to five bitches. Right. Yeah, I was in school. The sugar daddy thing was a very particular thing I didn't want to talk about because I was like, well, I'm selling pussy technically. I have had a seeking arrangement story one too many. <gasps> and I felt like... <laughs> Wait, you're going to have to tell one on here. Please. Oh God, girl. Give a seeking arrangement story. Please. You
1: went on a trip with me. I did, but you what? fucked. I didn't have to okay, fuck. it's I, I, time. I was right in the bed we right next to her. Oh, we never told that Oh, we didn't? No. Oh. And she brought me to fuck because she said he like <laughs> big butts.
2: <laughs> so oh my So we, Tell the story. All right. So I grew up with money, and then I didn't have it, and then I got really poor. That's not the story we're talking about. Seeking a I'm trying to get into That's how I got there. So I just felt like selling pussy at the time. And by the way, I think we all have been there at some point where you get a little shamey, and there's that whore hierarchy where like I'm better than you because I don't do this. Yeah. And I was like, Well, yes. I'm never gonna yes. sell pussy. I'll have a sugar daddy. Right. But I sold it, so I went on seeking a <laughs> Arrangement and met this guy black dude, so I felt safe because <laughs> at the time I wasn't fucking white guys. because I was scared. I felt like if I fucked a white guy, they were gonna kill me. But then when the I, guys, I, it's that, though, it's I I understand lifetime. Well. It's
1: lifetime. I But
2: it's also like you just. I think you, when you're black, you kind of stick to what you know at first. Mm-hmm. And like once I moved to New York, I was fucking everybody. Eastern Europe has seen my vagina, but. In the beginning, when I was young, (laughs) I was like, okay, so this black guy, he's fat, but it's going to be fine. So I'm like, who could have been (laughs) that fat? He was fat enough. He had a belly. On Seeking Arrangements, it says how much their net worth is, right? Right. Now his, he put like over half a mil he was a doctor a dentist, a doctor so he did have money so we get there we stay at the mgm grand which is one of my favorite hotels in detroit and i love to gamble so we had fun and we were having so much fun that i was like he's gonna forget to fuck me (laughs) this is (laughs) great and that's what she never fucking forget also yes
1: he like gave us money to gamble with but the whole time i thought i was the friend that got brought to fuck because she was like he likes big butt and were you down were you like yeah I guess I mean, I'll take one for the well, team he gave us money go- yeah he gave us money but he also gave us money to gamble this bitch ended up winning like $700 I was like bitch that means we gotta split it right oh, she she, no, but I she don't. ain't <laughs> split it with me bitch she, <laughs> she's I'm like she's like, I'm giving some of this to my mom and I was like if only she knew where this fucking money came <laughs> she from bitch
2: pulled she pulled I, you know, I took care of my family still she helped her mom
1: so she gave some oh, to her mom and I was like anyway so we got really drunk but I will say this fucking sugar daddy is the person to introduce me to um caviar egg whites no well caviar and egg whites and drinks so I have like oh. my first whiskey
2: sour with I this I right. so classy so yeah. first of all we get to the dinner i like, There's like, egg whites in this drink I had eaten nice shit before but like you know and this is the fucked up part with me like I kind of expected he brought his friend right who was black he did bring his friend so I was like okay this is gonna be fun It's gonna be some like hood rich shit <laughs> And the most expensive caviar on the menu was, what, $1,200? He, he spent he, he money. He bought it. He spent money. It comes out on this little tiny thing. Like, right. And let me tell you, the way my palate is set up. Ugh. Now. But, bitch, we was like 19. Mind you, we were like 19. That's how I know I was destined for greatness. We were like nineteen twenty Because I had yeah. one taste, and I was like, oh, this is what I need for life.
1: Oh,
0: fuck. And but, did it fuck you up? Oh, this But is- literally,
1: mind you, is she has an egg allergy. And I'm like, well, bitch, you just got to stay away. Because I want to try this drink with egg whites Right, right, in it. right. Like, but he's the one who put me onto that. And then, so we're drunk. We we went to, like, the speakeasy. We were in the casino gambling. We were drinking all night. And you guys so thought you could like, avoid fucking She you. was I like, great, was, I'm not going to have to fuck. Yeah. That, that nigga came up to the room, bitch, and got in <laughs> her bed. I was I, like, bitch, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> a bitch started thanks to while he wait. was on top of her ass I kept I trying to get him drunk
2: the whole night and I was tapping Mandy like this is great I know
1: the fact
0: you you must have been nineteen twenty because now like you fucking know if you're going on a trip uh, now like that they will make sure they fuck you they're I, popping yeah. Viagra like before did. they go We he barely out. get it up did, which was yeah. a great thing that she just said, oh like, he could barely get it yeah. up and
1: he was so lucky. he was drunk oh yeah. wait so, so he was that, that drunk. wait
0: that's like really great advice it was okay wait from Wait, God. I don't know
1: if that's really great advice but it is a little bit if you're with a sugar daddy and you don't want to fuck him if you get him drunk yeah, enough, I yeah. think that was my good so karma because I gave
2: some of my pussy money to my mom I feel like <laughs> God threw me a bone I was like you know what bitch we gonna give it a half dick <laughs> you gonna be cool so he fell asleep remember how loud he snorted yeah, me and Mandy slept in the bed together so then she moved from the bed that she just
1: semi-fucked this nigga <laughs> and in you're like how was it my- she's like bitch you're awake <laughs> <laughs> bitch cause I <I'm> was like you're <sighs> pretending to me <be> asleep <laughs> Bitch, I acted like I was knocked out. Bitch, was it gonna get me? Cause if he if it ain't work with her, I ain't think I don't, I not know if he thought he was gonna get both of us. Right. I think he you know, did. Bitch, I was sleep. Wow. No, you were laughing at one point.
0: <laughs> so laughing. then, what happened? You guys like you just went home. Yeah. And then, went So home, he gave us
2: a money. cab home, and I remember him saying, "I was like, oh, I need the cab money," and he was like, "After all the money I gave you, <gasps> yeah, no, yeah, it was a few he thousand. did, he did. That was a great experience. Cause like from now since then, uh." It, that was to me one of my best experiences with understanding how it is to quote unquote be the sex worker because I pay for pussy a lot like
1: mm-hmm.
2: Cuba like
4: you for pay Puerto for Rico, pussy she yeah. paying, she'll
1: she'll pay for dick what too you, okay what do
0: you mean by that so like I'm like secretly hoping you're going to talk about like a massage that ha- that ended so
2: I got that but she like legit pays for sex Kate, workers tell me about that. It. so I love threesomes like I've been in a thruple like I've had a girlfriend and when dating men. Um, More particularly, I call him on the show, Old Bay. We have a lot of threesomes, mainly with listeners. I don't know how it happens, but I just think You don't know how it happens. She loves fucking fans, bro. No fans with an F. (laughs) Hi!
0: I'm fucking here. Guys, if we if any of us end up
2: hooking up, like we will be talking about (laughs) it on the next episode. So they're like, are you wheezy? I'm like, yeah. And then they already know, like, I'm like, oh. And then they know you like. Obviously it's time to get it in. So like it always happens. Now, while vacationing, more than none, I th- I think out of every vacation, only two of the times, maybe I'll just say out of eight. Two of the times I paid for a pussy, but um with him. But yeah, like for threesomes, if I can't find someone or we're not vibing with someone and I want to have a vacation threesome, yeah. The last time I paid was Cuba, which was really fun. Was it a girl or a guy? It was a girl. I would love an MMF, but like I guess he's not ready for that. But um, <laughs> Yeah, we go to this club where it's, like, Cuba's a big prostitution country. Like, that's yeah, how they yeah, yeah. survive off of it, I've right? I've heard
0: that's where, like, if you want to get the happy ending massage from, like, a gorgeous, like, Cuban dude, like, that's where you go to oh, do it. Oh, I just went to Miami.
2: Like,
1: he was German. Didn't you R- say it was a Groupon? He was, like, German and Russian on a Groupon, bitch. So you had been with a white which guy. Is, it was a massage. Dude. Okay. It was a massage. And he was, like, yeah, it was in Miami. And I felt bad, because this was back when I was broke. So I only tipped him 20. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. What, did it end
0: up in fucking or no, fingering? No, 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 just fingering. Because it's my fantasy. I just need you to tell me how did, were you like, okay, touch my pussy or
1: what? Um, or so were you Google, like, fuck, grinding so no, the air? So he had an accent, so ironically, in the beginning of the massage, we just talked a lot. He's like, like he where Flussie? I was from, like where he was from, because he had an accent. Right. And I, I don't like access now, but back then I was like, oh, and he was like. He's exotic. He was, he, he was exotic, <laughs> bitch. He was. And he's, he was white German. Like, Russian, German. Okay, so you fucked white. I didn't fuck him. Mandy, no, that's that's you true. finger
2: fucked. That's less. No, no, no. Terms, we you only
1: We only acknowledge oral sex as sex. We never talk about finger fucking as sex. But
2: for lesbians, it's sex.
1: And I don't think that shit is sex. Okay, so what? That's why when you be talking about that, so why I be like, Massage that ain't Andy, sex? Mandy? Guys, okay, scissoring is not sex. The only thing is.
2: <laughs> I told
0: you. No, I, no, it is. It is. I'm joking. Mandy thinks
2: only penis and vagina If you can get an STD from it, Yeah. it's sex.
1: Okay. Okay, so you were like, getting. So basically, When he got like down to, this is when he was still when I was laying on my stomach and he got down to the to my thigh area. I pretty much just like started opening my legs (gasps) more. more. Oh my god! And like so, as he was massaging the inside of my thighs, he he was getting more aggressive because he just felt it. A bitch was leaking like oh my and, and it God. wasn't the oils bitch <laughs> <laughs> it was a car well this has a problem let me fix it <laughs> a bitch was leaking and like as he got closer to my vagina i like just kept open like I, more and I more A little bit, like nigga yes you can go in there but i didn't say it but i just like and then by the time i rolled over he just, he was all up in that Shut the fuck
2: up, okay. and
1: you came. You had an it orgasm. Was like, what happens so when good. you come? And then, does he it just go just back so, to the feed? Yeah, no, he just went back to then r- massaging the rest of my life. Did you say
2: thank you? Of
1: course I did. Okay, does it depend on the fucking establishment? No, this, I'm sure this was
0: not allowed. <laughs> this
2: is, bitch, I got No, on a I know on. <laughs> it's not allowed, but like. Was it CD, you mean?
1: Kind of, right? Because I, like nice I feel like it No, he, it was nice. It was on the beach, it was on Collins. So you, South so Beach. I
0: can go to Miami and like get this shit done anywhere. So this
1: was this was like four years ago. I if I can go into my Groupon app, I might be able to let you know where <laughs> I went. <laughs> Bitch, but
2: I'm sure he's gotten he fired. Might, yeah, he might have. <laughs> so I don't know, or he's fucking. Or he got old a raise. <laughs> So and there's a Sex in the City episode. I do this on every fucking go. show. Samantha, when she gets that massage, that looked like a nice place. But it's. I think it's just the vibe, like. See, there's a Well, few- maybe
1: y'all can go. She said she used to go to a place
2: in Chinatown, right? That gives happy endings? Yeah, but, like, I don't know if any men work there. I think it's not for women. Do you want a man or a so woman I, giving you a happy I think, ending?
0: I think either. When I went to Thailand with my mom, there was, like, this older woman, and I think she was kind of trying <laughs> to go for that, <laughs> and I was like... I don't think I can do it with, like, a 60-something-year-old You something want year be Ma to bit. do it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Not to
2: be ages.
0: No, no, that's not – no. But I just can't believe that happened in Miami. Like, that's – In Miami. It was great. I mean, I guess it happens anywhere, really. And now I, like, want to pay for sex. That sounds so fucking hot Talking Talk to, to her so about that so Sophia.
2: I don't know what it is, well, but, I like – I
0: wouldn't want to do – th- well, okay, you said you like to pay for it, and then you said you like to fuck your fans.
2: Oh, I just
3: do it's like a rock star. <laughs>
2: like, she is. She is. Can I explain something?
1: Even though on tour, I was the one making out with fans. I, I'll make out with them, but I won't fuck them. You were bugging out,
0: bro. I was drunk. Shit! It's like during COVID though. Like we can't be doing that shit. Pre- no, no
2: pre-COVID. So we've we were on tour in the middle of COVID. So it wait like, it, no not in the middle no 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 sorry it's before it's, it's in, the and COVID, COVID cut it short. But the call, no. so the first tour we did, we funded on our own. Right, mm-hmm. we used our Patreon money. Shit, we used the same hotel room and we were making bank. We sold out every single show, That's and then amazing. finally WME was like, "Oh, you bitches or something?" And we were like, "Yeah, oh, you're so, rep to
0: WME." WME, me too. Okay. That was, okay. <laughs> oh, that was the least relatable shit we've ever you said know that on this show. show. <laughs> you're I, I apologize. Me too. <laughs> oh, you're rep there, bitch. Okay, we're just stop. Stop. we got
2: real <laughs> too cool for school right no. there. So on our second tour, in my opinion, because the venues were so large, I mean, we did Howard they were way Theater. Bigger. For anyone that doesn't know what howard theater is it's a historic black college and it was huge i mean to me it was a monumental thing that wow. was my favorite venue and, wow. then, and people treated us differently because i mean we were renting out small comedy clubs at first and then when they were seeing us in that light with these huge 20-foot stages they're like it was beautiful oh, i want to fuck you i saw I, I understood how rappers felt people were just throwing <laughs> pussy at us and like yeah no seriously and then at that point after that howard theater thing i was like oh we do have to act like we're like almost famous we're not really we're just famous to black people yeah
0: so you have hooked up with people that listen to the
2: show Mm -hmm. and
0: then you paid for it
2: yeah so i haven't paid for sex alone yet but uh i absolutely would what do you mean what does that mean so So i've only paid for women to encounter threesomes with oh okay 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 i'm sorry i've I've actually done that before too yeah
0: and i i think it's fun i've hired like a girl off of craigslist to like come hang out with
2: my boyfriend and i did you want her to fake like she was your friend or someone you no, met? No.
0: I just... How much does she charge for this? You know what's really fucked up is my boyfriend was kind of like... And he was trying to lowball her kind of. And he was like... She she did not look like her pictures. Let's, okay. sh- let's just put it that way. Okay. She showed up a different... <laughs> she showed up a different bitch. You got
1: catfished <laughs> yeah. from the Craigslist. I filtered. <laughs> who
0: could have thought? And she showed up and... Um, he was just like, no, we're going to stick to, we're going to stick to like the price we discussed. And then she was kind of, she was like, I will do this for that. And then me... But oh, she tried to upsell, y'all. Well, she was trying to upsell. And then me being drunk and female empowerment, I'm like, girl, you tell him. Like, make him pull out that no wallet. Way. And my boyfriend's like, Sophia,
2: what the fuck? And I'm like, that is funny. girl, do not let him fuck you over. <laughs> He's also my man, but come on. But that's that the is thing hilarious. I about sex work. It's like, as someone who's pro-sex work, and we all mm-hmm. are, right? We host these shows where we're empowering sex. I feel like I have to push that, right? Like, yeah. right now I'm uh, filming and working on a TV show where I'm talking to sex workers mm. and they're the only ones whose appearance fees, I'm like, oh no, like, she, you pay, pay them what they ask. Right. Everybody else, like, I get it, whatever. Like, it's journalism. But when these people are putting their lives on the line like from a vulnerability perspective because for one they're offering a service that may not be sex that's how it's legal right Mm -hmm. so escorts are offering their time and if they have sex with you it's their choice right and that's why they've had to use verbiage on craigslist like roses or things like that so that they don't go to fucking jail
4: yeah
2: I am so tired of people in Hollywood. It's exhausting, dude. In what way? Oh, my God. Like, so I when we did our first show, I got contacted by a lot of people to start doing like TV slots like Viacom or BT or Mm -hmm. different people like, oh, you're funny because I was kind of learning how to do improv on stage. And, and honestly that's how our show works Mandy is very much the one that outlines and I plug a lot of shit like it's weird we, we both bring a different dynamic she keeps our structure and I try to like pull the Which jokes I know whole, it
1: well it's why we missed the whole segment because she ran that outline but it was fun though <laughs> She doesn't really outline it like I do, but, you know. But it's
2: crazy just from talking about sucking dick. So, like, for the last two years, I've been working on writing things and making content and creating scripts, unscripted, not scripted, whatever, uh, working on Punch Up, which is basically when comedians or people are making a movie or a show and they're like, hey, this is the script, add the jokes in. Uh Uh-huh. Or you sit in a room with people and you, like, keep working on jokes together. Um, Right. So, like, I had this idea for a show maybe, like, December of last year. You're a
0: writer at heart.
2: I wasn't really horrible decisions really brought that out of me. Mm. Like I, I really started to enjoy making funny content, not like in an Instagram real way, but like just something I wanted to put out there. And I had flown out to LA so many times to film for things and everyone tells you how great you are, but nobody wants to be first to give you that money. Right. And it was the same with horrible decisions a lot. You guys are great, but like they wouldn't sign us to things until it was more time. And so like, dude, I got my green light almost 10 months later.
0: And what and do you think that's like a race thing, a female thing? Uh, what thing?
1: Uh, I mean, I ain't gonna hold you, we're gonna be real. Like, we even with horrible decisions thought that it was a race thing, that's I, why we weren't as big as you or you know. One,
0: well, I was just gonna say, you know, when I my old show, it's two white girls, like, I'm Spanish, but I'm fucking white, and she, right, she is <laughs> white, white as they come, <laughs> and uh. When we went, when we flew out to LA, it was everything on a silver platter. What we want to do a TV show, movie, da da da. Yeah. And I honestly want to say it's a race thing. I do.
2: It is. I think that a lot of the things that hurt. uh, There was a show, particularly on one network that's larger than life. Mm -hmm. Um, I shot maybe four episodes of something with them, and the person they chose over me, they apologized for when they called me and told me I didn't get it. Who was white, and Mm -hmm. she's like. I just think that they saw something better. And she's like, even, she's like, the people recording your stuff, we had to go back and fix the sound because they laughed so much when you spoke. And they didn't on her pilot, but she's just going to sell the show better. So, I mean, luckily with the network I'm with Mm -hmm. now, I can say it, it's Fuse. They were like, hell fucking yeah, Yeah. black girl shit. Like, I think we should be talking about this shit. Like, this is real ass shit. It is. I mean, it's really real. And, And especially with what we've went through with our podcast, like, sometimes it's downright embarrassing how low people have offered us money mm-hmm. and I think that's really what made us tour alone first like when we could make a hundred thousand or hundreds of thousands alone like right. why would we go with these companies that just want to mark us off their checklist as the black pod I mean right. which is really what made us so recently we finally signed to Charlemagne's Black Effect which is a um, subcategory of like iHeart Networks, uh, podcast where he's got all black podcasts in there trying to elevate their voice. And that was like the best fit out of everyone who's contacted us. Charlemagne. Yeah. Okay. Because. It was just the right moment after four years of podcasting to never align with another company. But yeah, I mean, finally, like there was like a home where it was like, okay, now we can sign our name on the dotted line. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it took time. I really always felt like everyone would take advantage of us down to our WME agent. He's black. And he was like, trust me, dude, like I get it. Dude, The
0: the issue is like, I will probably offend a lot of people. I think just in this industry, every fucking person is going to try to take advantage of you. Yeah, they are. But almost every single even one,
1: just us being women,
0: us being women, had, yeah, us being our women. dynamic where we are yes. just
1: up against those walls. Yeah. And it doesn't matter.
0: I mean, I spoke about this in my first episode. I, this is like obviously a weird, awkward <laughs> fucking thing for me to talk about. And I don't know exactly. How I like want to navigate it yet. But, um, the fact that this show is making, I want to say 13, 14 million dollars,
2: that's, oh, yeah. That, that. That's some different type did, of shit. When we, that's, when I, the being taken read, advantage of it. It was of. right and wrong, right? Because it's like, they gave us the publicity, right? They did. Right. And it's like, we signed the shit. But I also understand that when it comes time to negotiate, is that where you were at? What do you mean? Were you at negotiation time when you'd realize you were done? No, I I, to I read articles. The problem was y'all were trying
1: to force a negotiation mid-contract. Like I think it would have been better if y'all just So let let the contract so, go out and then bust them in the head. So
0: this is going to blow oh, yeah. some minds. So the contract uh It was – we were hired on as at-will employees. Yes. So we could leave Leave at any fucking moment, which people don't understand. Everyone's like, you had a contract. You had to, like, sit there and finish it out. We didn't.
2: Oh, we well, could. I will tell you then. Mm-hmm. Now I understand because what we've read or what I read. Yes. In anything else? Yeah, I read. The it was like contract. you wanted to break. that.
0: that's the thing that people don't understand, and it's been really hard for me because I'm like I want to just tell them blah blah blah. But then the
1: problem was that you and her didn't agree.
0: Yes. Okay. And um, I think that's kind of the craziest thing is we were free to leave and do another podcast. What made
2: you, I'm curious, what made you take so long? I, I wondered if you took so long because you just wanted to land on an idea. You took so long because maybe you were dealing with the hurt of how people treated you. But to come
0: back yeah. and do my own show.
2: Did you, were you, I wondered also if that was a contractual thing.
0: So, no, 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 no. Because uh, again, I can be like, bye and quit and do a podcast. Okay. Um, I think it took a while because... I was mentally extremely fucked up. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd never experienced
1: something like that. Um, I don't think it's fair to say a lot of people probably have not been
2: in that like situation situation. but you weren't in new york did people and thank god kind of during quarantine so you don't have to face everybody but like would people come up to you places and ask you like you felt you couldn't avoid it
0: well i didn't leave the house because like covid hit and then i was also like that depressed like i would not leave the house type of thing and you know it just it takes time like my attorney is going back and forth with their attorney and then i you know what? I actually had six fucking offers to do a podcast, like, right out of the gate. I'm sure. Really? See, I'm mentally, like, in a different spot. Because you can't like, can tell because I felt so hated. I felt... But it's
1: the same with when you look at the most hated people. They... Because right. all publicity... Everybody wants to hear is, from is, you. It's good at, at, because it what all of these tech giants are doing as well, Mm -hmm. they're focused on engagement. They don't give a fuck whether it's people saying they hate you a thousand times or whether they're saying, oh my God, I love this episode. I mean, they care about clicks and they care about the person on the other end listening. That's right. what so we talked data, about. They don't the give a fuck.
2: Like, and it's why people probably may still listen if they're not even enjoying that content anymore. They, they just don't right, listen to you just, just so to they can, hate you. They don't listen to you just so they can go, which, can you believe she said this? I that know. Bitch. Which, is, which is so
0: crazy yeah. because there's this line between um, really, kind of diving into the, like the clicks, clicks, clicks. Like, I'm gonna say some fucked up shit on this episode, and I'm gonna get in beef with this person. That's not me. Okay. Do you understand like what yeah. I'm saying? Um, but I understand that it works. I mean, that's kind of like what my old company was. They were like very, clickbaiting. yeah,
2: click I'm I'm curious to know. We we were talking about women and uh, what, what, like what people thought about sex. When you guys started your show, did you know who we were? And did you feel like we could have ever come on yeah, as or, a guest? Or like, maybe come on as a guest or like both, just collaborated. So
0: when I started the podcast, I had only listened to two other podcasts, and they were not about sex. And I just never looked at collabing with people because we didn't do guests. True. Yeah. We didn't do guests for two years. So, no, I didn't think about, you know, like, collabing with you guys because I didn't think about collabing with anyone,
2: to be completely honest. What made you think of it now? What made you reach out to us? I think
0: <laughs> it's when I was talking to my fucking friend <laughs> about was like, doing Y'all this. <laughs> and she says, you know, the OG call her daddy is horrible decisions, by the way. Is your friend black? No, <laughs> Spanish. That one of she's Spanish. She's Spanish. Oh, okay. And- okay, well.
2: well- <laughs> <laughs> the- oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and um, she listened to, obviously, my show and yours at the same time. And she was like, they would be perfect. And I also am trying to set a standard of being fucking inclusive.
2: But, you I- know, it's very important that you have like-minded people on. And right. I think that was the thing we didn't even understand at first with our reach. Like, do we introduce people to other podcasts? But like, that is the method of successful people. When you put other people on or you mm. collaborate with them, no matter who's on a different, like, right? that only just increases your reachability what people think of you it just makes you greater
1: yeah i don't think we have to operate like drug dealers like there's really <laughs> enough money to go around like we don't have to sit here and be like this is my corner this is my I space." Love you love that. know what i
2: mean like and it sets a standard too when like you won't work with other women and like it just doesn't it's just not a good look and i think that when you can't cross promo yeah. it's just not good for business what you had before i do get it like we didn't do a lot of guests i mean we 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 before, did, we, we did. But, I mean, I get that. Yeah. I think, too, people pit you against each other a lot. And that's really what made us reach out to other sex pods to collaborate because mm-hmm. when people start to do that in your comments, you're like, okay, you got to, like, break the shit up. Yep. And, and I, I
0: totally agree with that. And I'm not going to lie to you because I'm a very honest, transparent person. I think when I was doing that old show and we would see the comments
1: for horrible decisions. I don't for- read I, I them. You don't? You got to say out these comments. I don't read them. I even – I have another podcast. It took six episodes for me to even reach into the comments on our YouTube for that. I don't read specifically YouTube comments because they're harsh. YouTube's mean. What about your messages, like your DMs? I mean, of course my DMs, but my DMs specifically on my personal channels are my fans.
2: So right. I don't really have... But so we do. But that's not true because on our Horrible Decisions page, we absolutely read through the comments about our episodes. Yeah.
1: We'll read about the comments from an episode, well, I'm assuming that's
2: what you mean, right? Yeah, but
1: I I won't go onto YouTube and I don't feel like I search for places where I know there's going to be negative things. But to me, anyone who spends the time out of their day to go and write about how much they hate somebody that they don't know or to talk about how awful they think someone dressed or... Right. Anytime you spend that time going into just negative things... I don't like those people are lunatics to me. It's just you guys, karmic. Have you guys ever done that? Have you I don't
2: ever Me neither. Like, but my homegirls, I high go school like, have I've been mean. You karmic know? shit is real, right? So mm-hmm. like if you are putting that much energy to destroy, like I really feel like it just comes back. Like I Even when I'm thinking and getting angry or having jealous and possessive feelings about someone I'm with, like, Uh it only – I really believe that. I just don't think that you can really go out there and try to be as evil or hurtful and it just doesn't come back. I agree.
0: I – I I do agree to, like, a certain extent. I do. So you really believe in, like, this karmic thing where if you're doing – if you're like doing fucked up shit, it's gonna come back to you. I, I believe in that. I really do, and I also think like you don't so, think there's people that are just like
2: fucking evil, horrible people, and they just get away with it their too. whole lives. But, but I think that, but, no. but I don't, but I don't live with hurt and pain. And I think that when That's you're that when you're that evil person, like they you, don't you, go to bed at night feeling good. Yeah, and I've had anxiety before and things like that. I won't say that or been depressed, but day to day, I'm I, I believe I'm a happy person and I choose to live my life that way. Mm-hmm. And even when I find myself getting angry like in moments like this, right? Like I got really angry at a cousin of mine the other day and I had to say out loud like that I wished her well that day because I was like, I'm so mad at this bitch. But like if I keep doing that and perpetuating that, it's just like, I'm just gonna keep it there. So I have to really try to believe to be as good as I can. I just think that's the only way that you really can be a good person and get good shit back. Yeah,
0: I do think there are people that are just innately good people and there are people that are born on some different type of psycho shit. I want to talk about sex work for a minute because I think there is a lot of confusion surrounding what is considered sex work. Is there a difference between an escort or a pole dancer or a sugar baby or selling fucking feet pics on OnlyFans? Like, what is the distinction if there is one?
1: What we're doing right now with our podcast and us talking about sex is sex work.
2: Right. Because It's. it's... empowering and lighting i mean shedding a light i think even promoting positivity toward Mm it sugaring to me is sex work because there's an ultimate thing there right where you know sex is an option it generally happens there's an age gap where it's like beautiful woman like this is all sex work we're not fucking in the strip club if we're stripping but you know that you're pretty and someone's paying for it it's the same with sugaring you're pretty someone's paying for it see
1: i didn't even i never really had like That term sugar daddy I didn't use, but I fucked a lot of married niggas. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I'm just saying, so the guys that I fucked that were married, we would go into our arrangement to Uh where I knew I was benefiting financially and I knew what they wanted out of the relationship. And so even though I didn't necessarily look at myself as a prostitute or escort or sex worker in that sense, I was... Willing to engage sexually with somebody mm-hmm. for financial gain. And they're always
0: trying to justify it and being like, but it's not like I'm an escort, you know? And the they, hierarchy and of they, hoeing. And they, the hierarchy of The hobbies. hierarchy of hoeing. And it's just, it's, I think it's uh, not detrimental, but it's just not good. It's like, let's not compare. It's kind of productive. We have yes. like You're doing
1: what you're doing. Like, but it's because even within the same space- there's still a lot of shame about us enjoying sex yep. or benefiting from the act of sex. Yep. So whether you're a stripper and you look down on escorts and they look down on prostitutes and they right, look down on... Like, right. there's always a way to shame the
2: exact act that you're doing mm-hmm. to make yourself feel better Oh, about I yourself, do it all the time. You know? Bro, the way that I look at other kind of drug users no. is hilarious. I could be at a party and be like, oh, these bitches are doing ketamine. Oh, wait, hell that's hell so no. true. <laughs> right? I you know do that
0: too. Have I done ketamine? I mean, I just do it like... Uh,
2: <laughs> no, wait. you were uh, talking about the judgment, right?
0: I mean, I've tried
2: a Everything? lot. Everything? Okay. i tried a
0: lot. But but that's... It's kind of... Int- it's the coke and crack thing. Yeah. Well,
1: see, and here I go. As just a basic person who does drugs, we talk about, you know, mid, if you're smoking mid or if you're smoking that gas. Is that gas what... Gas or mid? Yeah. For
2: weed. For, For weed. For weed. Weed
1: smokers. Like, we talk about if you're smoking, like grass and dirt or if you're smoking like some some fire but either way like you're not judging if you're uh, you know what I mean? smoking no. either way I
2: cannot believe the person I've become like when I was 18 going to EDC not I wasn't 18 I don't think it came out then but like when I was younger going to those raves I was like oh my god I'm just doing ecstasy I'm not snorting coke and then bam 25 hit and I'm like classy ass 40 of course a, a gold straw but you know that's what we do like we just judge and judge until you cross that path and right. I think the interesting thing with sex work it's like like they may be more conventionally attractive or have come from a different mm. standard of money. Whereas if someone was born into a different circumstance and they've had to street streetwalk right. or use a Craigslist, maybe they, it's a lot of different means, mm-hmm. um, in ways that I've even judged until I think our podcast really helped me get out of that thinking, Yeah, like understanding that every woman's journey is different. This is why, like, I've also tried to pull out – I definitely talk about not wanting to date a broke dude, but sometimes we can't even talk like that because you really don't fucking know, like, the things that people have to do. And it's like your friend that's sugaring may have a great Chanel bag or trip from this, but someone else may need to feed themselves. So it's totally different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know what? It all stems from the same shit, really. It's you kind of – Feeling
1: bad about what you're doing. Yeah, Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? That's the only reason you're comparing. But there's internalized shame in exactly. all of this too. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I did some nasty things in the bedroom. <laughs> and I've been like who the fuck am I? Like yeah. I've even questioned like how nasty I've been. And it's just like me why too. is there shame in me? What Wait, did from, you from say what, what the enjoy, fuck? What was the last time? I mean, I would say even like the putting a foot in my mouth. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> cum like,
2: swapping was my shit where I was like, with oh, it, you with took a too girl? Far. So yeah. a guy came in your mouth and you swapped it with I a girl. I haven't snowballed yet, but I would like to. I mean, I- but
1: I've had a guy come on me and lick the cum off and then kiss me with it. Really? Oh, my God. Hot. Love it. I
0: have one last serious question. Okay. If you guys have ever had a business decision that's super fucking hard, how do you guys ultimately come to? Bitch, we got a whole lawyer
2: now. Oh, we do.
1: wait
0: like, and we cool. still
1: don't get get a, like agree with that. That's the answer. Get a lawyer. That's a all hard we business a decision.
0: I mean, do you guys each have your own or the same? We have one
1: for the for the for business the business, and then we each have our separate that's ones. Very but smart. I will
2: say, I do like having the business lawyer together. I, I think she does her best to act in the best interest, mm-hmm. she'd be like therapy, sl- <laughs> therapist. Is, yeah. She's a therapist, but like she, she deserves a bottle. She's yeah. dope. We for, should for send when, her one. Week, yeah, her yeah, yeah. She's week. a cool Dominican chick. And to be honest, I felt like we needed someone who was like us. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like if, you know, if you've got an old Jewish white dude, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, That's and like this is no anti-Semitic comment. My father, this is Israeli. Really okay. He's totally waspy Joe, but yeah. no, like we needed somebody that, could relate and I think that she does well with that and even when we're cursing she can do well with that but Mandy and I we and be on I, the
1: phone to Laura like, I don't give a fuck we do <laughs> that's
2: that. The best thing I will say that I think we do over time is, like, we put listeners first a lot. And, like, even right now, we just dropped some merch, right? Mm-hmm. I liked something. She didn't like something. It was like, okay, like, whatever people will like better. I might not like this, but we what do they want? Right. We really try to put people first. And that's been the biggest thing yeah. that has propelled us is if yep. we for are business, going to disagree.
1: And for business, it's taking out your ego. It's taking away whatever personal issues yeah. you have. And literally, what's best, A, for the business and what's best for the people who support your yes, business? Yes. So, your customers or your listeners and podcasts. And
0: we follow. fuck up. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. And that ain't,
1: that ain't PC either. Like, it's no. real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. I know if we came off PC. No.
2: Because <laughs> we said lawyer. Okay. Yeah, uh,
0: I really relate to the Jewish thing. I feel like they're all fucking old Jewish. Yeah. They all are. And are.
2: they're scammers.
1: And I'm talking as I, sorry, I mean,
0: sorry. Mandy talks my, about Jews like this because she gets
1: so mad
2: at
0: me. No, <laughs> my, my grandma's Jewish. No. Um, I'm Jewish. My mom's.
1: Well, died. I'm just We're saying, just, bitch. Because I, when I, I could... paid out for my Uber accident. <laughs>
2: And my dick <laughs> <laughs> my <boy> was. <laughs> All right, let me tell you what Mandy does to me because I get very cheap, and she will remind me about my father, and it's just true. We the people, and by that I mean, are just smarter and better with money. It is what it is. is your dad Jewish? Yes, as fuck. Okay, like, real Israeli dude, and okay. it's like he has taught me so much about like money, squeezing every right. penny.
0: Dude, me too. That's why I got fucking kicked off of the fucking show. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> i fucking. I'm telling you. you know, we don't, we need a fucking deal. But like, look at my bank account. Right. Like, it, trust me. Th- that well, shit. Well,
1: you're also living in Salt Lake now, instead of. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Okay. Also, the location change. <laughs>
0: All right. We're talking about just sex and we are wrapping up the episode. Yes. I'm, we're going to answer listener questions. Oh, I like this. And they're going to be primarily just sex based. Okay. Because okay. I knew I was bringing some whores on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one, I really, really want to ask you guys. I see this question 50,000 times. How do you suck uncircumcised dick? You don't. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love uncircumcised I dick. I it. So this is for her.
1: So I what? don't want a turtleneck.
2: Why would you like this? It's the only turtleneck I want shift. is this
1: one during the winter. Okay. Bitch, the, not- <laughs> the <it>. uncircumcised <laughs> ones, they're like a little fun pop. I love it.
0: I, I've heard that they're more fun. I have You've never that. seen them? I never have. I never have. Honestly, you come
2: off sluttier than you are. How have you not run into one?
0: But I am a slut. (laughs) I am. A slew. slew. You
2: you must fuck a lot of American guys because I believe it's something like, I don't know, like 80% of Americans circumcised, whereas like 80% of the world doesn't. But like when I was on my European spree, and this is what I didn't realize – I think black girls have been taught that like white guys won't really be into us. And when mm. I went to Europe, they were like, Oh, bitch, you look different. And I was like, Well, I am and it was like a total fetish thing. I mean, countries and Did that bother you? Or were you like, Okay. Not until I like <laughs> oh, no, woke. I play into it. <laughs> Not until I got woke. But no, like they were all circumcised. And I just kinda liked Uncircumcised. how they were Unstink you, Yeah. And I liked how they were like a little thicker and like, I don't know, I felt like they were thicker dicks. I can Guys have real thick dicks. They do. But I will say this one thing with uncircumcised dick. For anyone that's dealing with someone that has an uncircumcised dick, it's a gift because they feel more sensitivity. Yep. So when you're removing the foreskin, it decreases it. it I mean, can you, it, you tell them step by step how to suck it? Like you pull the foreskin down. So if like it's this hard, fucking microphone. If you know it's hard, you won't really this. have to, right? If it's hard, you don't really have to. Mm. But I will say this. Just make sure it doesn't get caught. Like if you're doing some hand work there, right? And this is no fucking crazy trick. This is Pornhub shit. We all know, like the basket weave type thing. Right. When you're doing that, you can't be too vigorous. Like a regular circumcised dick. Not that it's irregular. I don't mean to use that word, but you just have to make sure because it could snag and it could be very painful. Mm-hmm. Why are you nodding like that? Do you have an uncircumcised dick? Oh, do you oh, want to? Do you want to? Do you want to come tell us about your uncircumcised? How you dick? want it sucked. Wait, okay. look, I got it right on the head. Whoa, Benson. Okay. So I'm saying like, if you're going too fast, it could be really painful. Mm-hmm. So just making sure you're gentle. But the good thing is there is this point, correct me if I'm wrong, where when you're pulling it up, when it goes right over the head, it creates like a different sensation because now Ooh. they're feeling their skin, your hand, and your mouth. So it's wow. like. Right, are you the,
1: Don't get hard over no. here. No. Jesus. He's over there moaning. Okay, I, know. I know.
2: I'm happy to know that put this the is the good. the camera
1: down. But.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, making sure the hand movement, that's where they're going to feel the most, unless your mouth is that good. So
0: so you're saying engage and play with the foreskin. Yeah. Like, have fun with it. And it's (laughs) – I
1: I am Mandy's face, like, I can't. It's like, if you're going to wear a hat today, try it on. So, you know what's crazy? But then I was wrong because, I mean, I've come across – like, I'm not going to not suck the dick because there's extra skin – but I make sure that things stay pulled down the whole time. Okay. But
0: that's the thing,
2: it's not as pleasurable. That's why you're not as good pleasant. as
0: dealing with it.
1: And that's fine and I won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? My I'm not going to say who it is. Someone very close to me in my family, a family member, has told me she would rather an uncircumcised dick because it's more fun, there's more shit to play with, and supposedly they feel more sensitivity. I mean, not supposedly, they do. Yeah. I would rather one, too. Yeah. Really? Yes. Mm. You heard it here first. All right. (laughs) Let's move the fuck on. Okay. You guys talk a lot about fetishes on horrible decisions right yes yeah all right this girl she said i'm going to dm you I about bet we've the we've heard it probably all i said was i'm gonna dm you oh you're just saying the fetish thing okay i'm gonna dm you about the wildest shit i've done at work because it was when i was dancing a dude asked me to step on his balls for 1k and i mean like kick him in the balls told me to grab him by his hair and ask him why he was such a dirty little slut i kid you not Send this as a DM because I dance on the side. Gotta keep it on the DL.
2: So the kicking thing, there's actually I, I'm not sure of the fetish name, but I, I think maybe looking it up. up. But there's a famous ball, guy, busting. ball busting, thank you. Ball busting, there's or a famous
1: fang- t- Carey. Oh. Temakari. Literally ball kicking or ball busting. Oh, maybe because yeah. it's a Japanese word? Yeah. Mm. So
2: there's a famous guy in New York, Ken the Carpet. He used to roll himself in carpet, stand under a bar, and, like, ask for people to step on him. And it was his way to get his kink off. And this is a very common fetish. A lot of, like, uh, fin doms, financial dominatrixes, if you're listening and you don't know that, that term, uh, if they're getting pay pigs who are men that, like, like to give women their money. Right. We have some girls you could definitely have on. That'd be great. Right, um, But... They don't engage in sex with clients and ball busting is like the number one thing. Um, And I don't know really what it has to do with, but apparently that surge of like kicking or it's much like spanking when you're like, you feel like you wake up, like that's what it is. And it's like kicking and all of that. It takes you to another place.
0: I think the pain can be like a sexual. So I can't
1: find a a philia. So we we talk about paraphilias as a part of our kink of the week. Okay. But we did bring this up. It's CBT. Cock and ball torture. That's right. We hit it penis oh. torture or dick torture, which is a sexual activity involving application of pain or constriction to the penis or testicles. It may involve directly painful activities, such as we already know. Okay. Um, it is in the BDSM realm mm-hmm. um sadistic dominance, erotic humiliation, and masochism.
2: So okay. it falls under So that's of those. what those words stand for, right? BDSM. Right. They all are inclusive in that. That's a BDSM like job that she's about to do. I 1K is pretty good Especially for your first time
1: But not only that That's the thing too Uh, uh, In a lot of realms You can do this stuff Without having to engage In penetrative sex Right So a lot of people think That sex work is all about penis in and vagina. vagina right and it's not like the fact that she could get who would not get one k right. just to kick a nigga in the nut i honestly
2: think it'd be easier for me to fuck for money than do that i feel like I really i just don't You're think, think i'm oh
1: goofy, goofy bitch <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you wouldn't be able to take it seriously like, right? oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> I mean, could you kick up a guy in his balls for a k- 1k okay let's look for 200 because one
0: K? $200 could you kick a guy in his balls no for a K I, I, I'm thinking would I rather fuck or just kick him in the balls yeah for a
2: thousand I feel like I could fuck I would rather just kick him in the fucking balls I would kick him in the balls it's, over it's fucking it's too
0: much work more, yeah. I'm lazy as fuck like, I'd rather
2: just kick him in the, the balls I feel like they need you to talk to him and shit like they want a story oh, behind easy. it that's easy that's easy you oh, little,
0: little oh, piece of shit like fucking sit there oh, and you're take ready. it like
2: you are ready okay see I, maybe I need a white claw. <laughs>
0: all right let's move on to put this bluntly my boyfriend of four years has a very nice very large dick and i want to have anal with him but i'm scared i've done anal in the past with previous boyfriends but their penises peni question mark the
1: plural
0: <laughs> Bitch, oh, we went to a
2: different school
1: no. <laughs> yeah i don't know it doesn't
0: matter i just like dicks they were more butt friendly, aka smaller. <laughs> we are pretty kinky in the bedroom. Da, da da da. Um, any tips or advice? Anal
1: with a huge dick.
2: Mandy so has I've anal. done
1: that. Yeah, that's right. Pretty- <laughs> Dilators was mine. Um, so yeah, I would say definitely do the butt plugs. Like, there's First. anal training kits. Mm. Um. Also be wary of what you eat that day. Like you don't if, if you don't want to make a mess. But to me, it's so more so trusting your partners. Like, there's been dicks that have been so big, and I was like, Oh, you ain't fitting in there. But when I relax and I, re- <laughs> I know, seriously I keep snorting this whole time. seriously. Like, where I've been like, No way you're gonna fit because it's it stretches my vagina. Like, no way you're gonna fit in my- in that hole. Right. And nah, I gotta make room. I, I've been surprised. At, at being able you to take do. it. But it's more so about trusting your partner. I
2: feel like I have to fart just talking about that. No,
1: this. I'm telling you, it's more so about also just being relaxed.
0: I was about to say it's that. all about being when relaxed. When I've had anal that was easy, it was because I was so relaxed.
2: And lube. You do need to lube it up. Lube or Xanax? I, mean, I was going to say Xanax. <laughs> and if you can't get your hands on a Xanax, <laughs> poppers, right? So... These are yeah, that's what, the I, have wait, what? Are you I have some in my bag. What you walk around with? I have
0: some in my bag because I was just hanging out with my gay were you going to give us that with the no, champagne I, and I, Plan B? No, I don't even want them in there. But I'm just saying they're in there. I'm not taking that. <laughs> well, something that. could go in
2: there. So poppers, if you guys don't know, it's some kind it's of like mixture. Leather cleaner, right. Well, you ask for leather cleaner at the sex store because poppers yeah. is a quote unquote illegal thing to ask for in I some think it's stores. Nail
0: polish remover. It's acetone.
2: No way. Let me look it up. Wait,
1: I, wait. Yeah, no, I don't. Is an illegal, can you pull it is it illegal? What is
2: poppers? Well, no. In some places, they won't hand it to you. You'd have to ask for leather cleaner or a certain. Well, thing. yeah, you
0: can't go in and say, "Can but, I get poppers?" So it's
2: a jar. It's a slang term. Um, it says acyl nitrates. Um, you inhale it. I just will tell you guys this: when I used to go to the gay clubs. And, like, they would be passing around poppers. and be like, oh, we're snorting this. Okay. But I'd do it. So <laughs> it's just this bottle. And basically it gives you a rush to your head that's supposed to calm it, your whole body. It's an intense fucking rush. It really like, is. you're, like, incapacitated for about what? 15 oh, seconds. It, it's just instant. But what it does is it allows for the entry point. So, like, you literally should do oh. the poppers while someone's about to enter you. Because – and the entry, that sphincter muscle, is tighter than the rest of your ass. Right. So That's that, a really good I point. And I mean, you fucking the – is it true? Is, once it's Girl, in, it feels I, better? I,
1: listen, I be, I be
2: relaxed. But when it's in, does be, it feel I be better? I having the lube. I don't be
1: doing all the little extra zip. I just be like, But just say okay, go in. And then I be like, oh, okay. So, so yeah, when it's in, it yeah, feels better?
2: Yeah. yeah it's I kind be, of probably like when you shit, when it's first coming out. Right. I and mean, then it's like – like yeah. no, it's different going out than going in. Okay, well, I'm not gonna compare no. a dick going in my ass to shit coming out. Uh, I, I mean, mean <laughs> maybe that's how. I, sometimes I've taken shits and I've looked and I've been like, I could I, definitely fucking the ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my For god! For sure. How did First, that come out of me?
0: I've, I've had. You're telling me when you've done anal, you never like. Did
1: I just take a dump? No, because when I'm done, now I feel like everything's about to fall
2: out of me.
0: Okay, because I've been doing it where I'm like,
1: did something just come out? Oh, no, no. I've done that to where I've been scared to look at the sheets. she claims that your
2: booty hole goes back to normal. It does go back to normal. We had an email where a bitch said it didn't, Mandy. I don't know
1: (laughs) what she did. She probably fucked that guy.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is going to be our last question. Okay. Hi, Sophia. longtime listener. First time caller. Mm -hmm. Hey girl, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So, my boyfriend and I are both prone to cold sores. Oral. LOL. We are pretty paranoid whenever one of us has one and usually try to avoid kissing and oral sex, obviously. But we still like to fuck, relying on toys and lube. So, I'm trying to think of how best to initiate sex without kissing, too much mouth action. Do you have any advice?
1: So, I, I mean, I've had cold sores. I have, too. Yeah. My uh, whole life, I've gotten that's that. That's a good question. And it it's crazy, because, like, my sister, too, she had cold sores young. Mm-hmm. I just started getting them as an adult really so I have no experience as a child with them um but i would say um because i had one even with my partner recently mm-hmm. and first off i just loved how he was just like he didn't give a Baby, fuck you're beautiful thank
0: you because really i've had that same thing i've gone not not lie. My whole life. if
1: anything came down there i don't think it would be the same but i yes i mean it's a i different think Coltors, it, it it has and unfortunately i guess it's a gift and a curse Cold sores is something that is we've normalized. <laughs> what? Well, be, well it's Because because we've normalized by calling it cold sores. But herpes has such a negative fucking stigma right. to it. Is it HSV-1? But it is HSV-1. So right. and mind you, um, if you guys look into it, there's about eight actually HSVs. So there's eight... Eight forms oh. of so herpes this herpes, that you can get.
2: herpes simplex virus, for those of you who are listening, yeah, um, is what HSV is, right? So one
1: is your mouth, two is your genital, and then there's like three through eight, which ironically you can actually get herpes anywhere where there's moisture. So you can have herpes in your armpits. Oh wow! You can have moi- mm-hmm. uh, herpes actually, on your lot. feet.
2: When you get tested, if you get a blood test, it'll te- it'll show HSV and one it, and two. Yeah, right. And it'll have like a greater sign or less than sign because we all have it somehow dormant yeah. in our bodies. Exactly. So it's nothing to it's, be insecure yeah. about. Um, I think it's just having a partner that's you know, mature enough to understand, but my advice would be making out with other parts of the body that can't contract a virus, like neck, tits, like everything. We don't really, like— See, I— Have I'm you ever had a cold I'm door? not going to lie. A cold sore comes, my mouth is out of commission. Exactly. Girl, I, I don't my want mouth my is, my is out of commission. Tits. No,
1: I don't, I don't think, be, as but someone— but Because, well, so that's the thing, too. It hurts. I, Well, not only does it hurt, right. So not only does it hurt, but, like, so even growing up in a household when my sister would get it, mm-hmm. she had one fork. One yep, spoon, one cup. So... so because it's contagious. So the thing is, if you're kissing someone's neck and then they go and touch your neck yeah. and then touch your pussy. The mouth is off limit. Wait, the mouth you is off limit. You can't No, you can't okay, do anything. Let me out for
2: this one and You tweet. can't
1: do anything. I didn't um, know this. I would, I, yeah, I, I would say honestly, mouth is toys, out, mouth is out, mouth,
0: I, is out. <laughs> mouth is out. I think mouth is out, and I think um, there. I think sometimes like sex can be really fucking hot when you're not allowed to kiss each other, it's, and, yeah, it's, and it's I agree. like treat me like a dirty little bitch and a yeah. slut and a prostitute that just walked in here, and you don't want to kiss me and show me emotion. Ooh. There's something hot about that, Agreed? right? You
2: know, and another thing too, if we can't use spit, a lot of people got to destigmatize the idea of lube. Like people freak out about. Oh. Lube. Yeah, oh, I, have yeah, lube yeah. By mine. I don't think lube is crazy. Lube at is all. Bedside, no. but I and maybe we're
1: I, getting like, older. Well, no, I know you don't believe my man goes so many rounds, so it's crazy because <laughs> oh, I do. Well, she I did mean, So what's crazy is he recently told me I have the wettest vagina he's ever had sex with, and he's old, so I'm like, damn you, bitch. And me, and me and my wet no, fucking pussy. I'm not gonna lie, it's so wet. He likes it, but <laughs> I <don't>, <laughs> you <laughs> but can drink it out of a cup. No, but I'm not gonna lie, we use lube. Mm-hmm. So when he gave me this compliment, I was like, "Nigga, you really think that?" Because we use lube. Bottle so, has been there for so, months. No, we we've gone through. We've used multiple bottles at uh-huh. this point. But for and, for uh, v- vaginal, you're saying for vaginal and okay. anal. And so when he told me like my pussy was wet, I'm not gonna lie, a huge insecurity. Through the whole relationship was like, damn, this nigga probably think I got a dry ass pussy because oh, okay. we use lube, right? Him being a grown ass man that he is, he was like, I use it because I know that we go for so long. Because I told you he'd be fuck okay. me five times. He's like, I know that it can become painful for you. I friction love that friction. Wait, yeah. that is the thing. If a best man thing. fucks you for a long time, a lot of men don't aren't concerned with the fact that, yes, of course, a lot of women want want men to go for a long time. Mm -hmm. But there's friction and and
2: it becomes painful. Or it can irritate it days This is a large complaint from uh, film stars, OnlyFans girls and uh, porn stars that have sex on camera is that they're going so long and the men are never concerned with how it makes them feel. Mm. And this is... Also, not to say that, like, your pussy can't get wet enough. And it's a lot of shame around, like, when, well, your pussy should be well, wet. Also, the, yeah, AC, rounds
1: the AC, the rounds, but also if you're... If you have a fan or an AC unit blowing on your pussy, that's anything. gonna dry it up anything. Or this cer- there's certain times of the month where you're fucking that's wet it. for
0: no reason. Ovulating, like you're
2: yeah. ovulating yes.
0: time all. I'm like, that. for no reason. You're like, no, sweetie, you're ovulating.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Because your body wants to have a fucking baby. Bitch. <laughs> that's why you're wet. But you guys get what I'm saying. No, but you're you're right. And um so I brought up the lube and I know Mandy uses it. I've used it as well, but I'm be using some lube. I think bitch. lube can be sexy and it's like yeah, hand jobs are so antiquated and they shouldn't be because it could be as sexy as you want to make it. Yeah, and it's like if you lubed it up like with a hand job and did dirty talk, I think that could be fun. But I'm a big person on mutual masturbation too. Yeah, I love like That's masturbating great. together, mutual and then-
0: masturbation. And you know what, the hand job, I I actually have a full segment on this that I will just tell next episode. But like hand jobs can be hot as fuck. And see,
1: there you go. There's your advice. Then.
2: There you we go. You don't have to use your mouth doing yes. hand handjob Yeah, you yes. can.
1: Yeah,
0: do a hand job. Okay, I think like that is great.
1: (laughs) I think we covered
0: business, pose, cum bubbles. Um, I don't know what else. What the
2: fuck is a cum bubble? Oh, the cum bubble, we're to, we really meant to say spit bubbles. No, but
1: I meant to say cum bubble. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about a few episodes
2: bubble. on our show before about how like when you're getting throat fucked or like, you know, your throat is mm-hmm. getting rammed or whatever, sucking dick, the bubbles can come out when it's too much. And so if you're like upside down getting throat fucked like a porn star shit off the bed, okay. you can snort it up your nose. But also
4: if you're like,
1: su- um. but also if you're just sucking a dick regularly. Because you got to breathe of through spit. your nose. You could like put out you could do a little like Oh spit through your nose. Well you could do that. Or it, or, or if they come have has a guy ever came in your mouth and it was like a lot of cum. Oh my god. Oh my and god. And then you like, like spit it back out on the dick? That's a cum bubble too. I feel
0: like I do that every time. Okay. Oh.
2: You spit it back out? I think so. I try to make it in sexy. a hot way. <laughs> 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 Sophia, I try to spit it out and play with it so I don't have to swallow Me it. Me too!
0: Oh, I'm no. like, this is so hot, and it's like I just don't want it like in my tummy.
1: Damn, is that is that a way to do it? Well, See when you I say think it's, tummy and it doesn't I think it's really so,
2: and, and I think it's so hot to catch every drop. Can you someone said cum on my tummy? I guy. That's it. All That's right. It, These
0: are. Thank you. This is Mandy and Weezy. We Horrible have to come to Utah. Season. You do. Guys, we Utah do. is like a hot well, spot. Well, I do a jazz community. player currently, no, but I'll let you know. Fucking, um, <laughs> it up. what, Sundance look it is it up. in Utah? I mean, it probably won't be happening this year, but. Bitch, but we
2: could, ha- we'll go in the bathroom. You could just go get some drink. <laughs> yes, if, uh, well, the NBA we'll next season is allowing. Shit. No, Mandy, if we go You're to Utah.
1: fans with a COVID test.
2: Okay, see, okay. we will blend our worlds. They're- Mandy gonna do a little bit of drugs, with us we do a little NBA player.
0: <laughs> let's do NBA player. Let's do- yes. Let's do foursome NBA player. <laughs> foursome Any- with an F. Any-, <laughs> 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 Any NBA players listening? Um, slide into my DMs or Mandy or Weezy And I, also- I have a boyfriend. Sorry, now. not Mandy Weezy's If you are available. <laughs> okay, guys. Um. Horrible Decisions, our podcast literally is so fucking funny and they talk oh, about you. wild ass funny shit. With funny with an F. <laughs> I hate you. And um, I will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye.